0: What it is. What's up? Got your person in the cut. God, God damn. damn. <laughs> How are you doing? Long time no see? Long time
1: no see has been a long minute. I am in the fifth circle of hell and it's not <laughs> a level. How many high.
0: circles are there?
1: It's not the one where Lil Nas X is giving people, you know, lap not dances. Not Montero. That's, not where Philip is. Th- that seems like the Oh, nice it's where Philip is. No, no, no. Philip is not where the lap dancers are. No, I mean, that, you're where Philip is. is. I'm where Philip is, exactly. Because yes. the, the place where they're getting lap dances it's It's a nice time, clearly. (laughs) Um, I'm in the fifth circle of hell. Birth control is trying to kill me. Yeah, I will. I Cross fingers.
0: Pray I never have to go on that
1: girl ever again. I'm ready to stop. It's been a month now. She's too much. I have been PMSing essentially for a whole month. Everything is dry. Um, Everything is dry. (laughs) My boobs have been sore the entire month. I'm not joking. I have been a size above the entire month. I'm not joking. I am like, I feel like I... I'm in hell, guys. If I continue by the next episode, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make it. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm surviving. I am
0: looking. I don't know why I keep looking forward to the end of the month. Like things no, are gonna going to change on? or something new is going to come. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to the end of April. Yeah. It feels like it's been such a heavy Two weeks, or the last week particularly, um, and for some reason that's taken its toll on me. Yeah. But I'm ex- still exercising, uh, getting into the running. Um, excited, even though I don't sound like it, but I'm yeah. excited to see what like what the coming. next quarter yeah. has for us. So yeah, that that's me. Uh, recap of the week. Ciao. So while you were away <laughs> in Cape Town. <Ketan, laughs> Sniffing that sea breeze. <laughs> so much unsavory you know, so shit many happened. Unse- yo, dude,
1: like, yo, it's been a... Yo, just over a, a weekend, a weekend alone, so much has happened. So many tragic things, like, just one day after the I other. think,
0: for me, the, 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 the first thing that I'll profile is us actively seeing something. Like, there have been so many times where we spoke about the issue of young women being overly invested Mm -hmm. in or having a level of regard or respect for men, right? Because I don't want to talk about investment considering social uh, conditioning and all of that. Yeah. And us then, the one thing that everyone has spoken about multiple times in terms of the young lady who positions herself as an influencer who also dates Amaginta, which is gangsters on the side. And how we've always spoken about how dangerous that is outside of us having any proof point of her directly endangering someone. And then having someone post an entire thread speaking about how she um, wanted him to sleep with one of their friends yeah. and the person um, said they don't want to do that and then they helped the friends drug the person and intimidate Imagine, the person yeah. and all of that. And it's just always so sad when the things that you foreshadow mm-hmm. are actually flipping real. Yeah. So I think that to me was like very scary. Like I, we, multiple times we've said yeah. this trend of speaking about valuing men over everything is so dangerous because it's, it normalizes it's not a certain things. Yeah, a because you 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 read it online yeah. as like a joke, like, ha But that person that's posting it knows the that they,
1: mean it. they're justifying <laughs> stuff that yeah. they're doing. So th- that was a wild one for yeah. me. Especially for someone that young. For me, it's She's like... very young. Granted, I don't have a lot of access to many young people. So, I you know, my sample size is terrible, but... It just, it was very wild for me for someone that young, for someone with that much potential with a platform that she has mm-hmm, mm. to use all of that for that. Like, it's scary. Really?
0: It's really scary. Um, uh, but it, it, it's also not very, it's not unique, right? Because yeah. it plays into the age old um, relationship structure of gangster boyfriend, yes. dates, young um, girl, promising future, yeah. educated. Uh, normally light-skinned, comes from good family background and forces her into a yeah. lifetime of distress yeah. and uses her social standing to sanitize him as well as just steal her time. Men will steal your time.
1: Because look, now she was posting that nonsense. And now that's who you and are.
0: We are and now that's who you are. It's like Munira... At her big age, that's who she is. Yeah. Zuki, at her small age, that's, that's who, who she, she is. is. Yeah. And, and she'll if, never live that down. The and fact she that has there's no in between. There's yeah. no in between. Like, you, uh, at chasing 40, early 20s, yeah. this is a reality for women. That's scary. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, like, shit just did not stop getting dark yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Saturday. I think so, yeah. Uh, Dr. Dr. Cindy, Cindy died. Yeah,
1: sadly. Um,
0: I man, you know, when you look at how, you know, you know something like, you you know, someone is a phenomenal being to many people. And then you look at how much light has been stolen from people's lives as soon as they pass away. And you look at the way people speak about them. Like, it's weird. Every time someone dies, I'm always in awe of how people speak of that person. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone had such great things to say about Dr. Cindy that even though you knew how great she was when she was alive, now you're like, wow, this is, this is a loss on another level. Yeah. It was just so triggering because she often spoke about losing her mom and how that has had such a negative impact on her. And that's something that I personally deal with. That's very heavy. Mm -hmm. So, To see her children have to deal with that without ever... Because one of the most unfair things about losing your mom at a young age is that you don't get to experience your your parents as an adult where you guys can actually form a friendship. You don't get to experience your parents as a person that you can ask about real-life, actual adult things that you are experiencing without them having a sense of responsibility in their response. And I think that's like... that was will always be the saddest thing for me. And I think that's why this week like was so triggering because every time people spoke about her children, she has the same name as my mom. And every time I saw Abandona Magasinda, I was like, Jesus Christ, if like Nikki and I have lived this nightmare and it's something that nobody deserves in the world. But at the same time, I'm like, It was so powerful that with the short time that she had, she she managed to do so much. She lived so many lives. And she also impacted and changed so
1: many lives. And that is all we can be grateful for. Definitely. I mean, I I, I saw someone asking a question about their viral load this Mm -hmm, morning. mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, man. Dr. Cindy would have answered that so well and so simply, also, just to be like, no, girl, you're completely all right. Mm, like, mm. this is what I've been saying. You equals you. I think mm, you're the one mm, you mm. telling me about that. You'll be good. You know, and I was like, wow, we really lost. U equals you. You <laughs> equals you is the most amazing thing I've ever it, heard it of really in my is. life. It I think really I, I should explain just
0: briefly. Yes. Please. So, you equals you means undetect- undetectable mm-hmm. equals untransmittable yes. transmissible transmittable so basically what that means is if your viral load is suppressed mm-hmm. if you've been taking your medication for long enough for your viral viral load to be suppressed mm-hmm. you cannot pass the HIV virus onto anyone else yeah. and I just think like that is to me amazing. that should be put out there yeah. way more than prevention yeah. messaging because, Unpopular opinion, but I feel like prevention messaging contributes to stigma. 100%. Because if people are living with something in the world, yeah. suggesting that there's something very wrong with living with that thing, especially when it's a disease that has a moral attachment to it, yeah. I feel like it, it it muddies the water a lot. Exactly. But yeah, that's you equals you. Yes, Back but, to Michelle. Actually,
1: <laughs> I'm going to go off on a tangent, but essentially what you just shared is something that I had. So we had a, an issue with somebody that we kn- that we know mm who got the disease uh, or the virus, and I was reassuring my mom. I was like, listen, for as long as this person takes their medication, mm, they'll be good. fine. Like, literally, it was... I, I even told her myself, I was like, listen, you'll be fine. Mm. Like, you'll be fine. Here's all the information. It's manageable, Here yeah. It is. managed. Like, it's not the end of the world. And so for, for HIV to have gotten to that point where... It's not. I mean, it's because amazing. we all witnessed that there was. Yeah, all, you know, if, yeah. You, if We you're were old kids, enough, but yeah. Like, if damn. you're old enough, you remember when your parents were going to a funeral every single mm-hmm. weekend, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, this person was sick. This person. It was like a very short mm-hmm. illness at the time, mm-hmm. and most times it was HIV. Um, and so yeah, shout out to people like Dr. Cindy who have Pioneering contributed bro, and pioneered, yo. you know, so much uh, with regards to HIV research. Um, and yeah, uh, that Sunday. The Sunday there was more death. Um, this Ugh. was
0: this was also like such a heavy one because yeah. it was such a young lady, like yeah, aka's fiance yeah. Nelly Tembe, I think yeah. she's twenty two. Yeah, she I think she just turned twenty two. something. yeah, so she jumped from the tenth floor of a hotel, yeah. and I like I felt very like it was it was very sad mm-hmm. um, thinking about what one would feel if they were to lose. A loved one, a in that yeah. way, also a loved one at a time where there was so much projected joy. Yes, exactly. um, they were about to get married, all of that. But then also to see people who don't even know what happened speaking about, yeah, guys, depression is real. Oops. Always ask for help. Reach you don't, you don't, you don't know the circumstances exactly. of, of, of 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 the the thing. Like yeah. I found it just, it was very weird and very forward. And I think like we have this weird, 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 weird thing where we like to bond um, through grief on yeah. social media, but also this weird thing of wanting to remind people of something every time I mean, someone it's, dies.
1: It's, yeah, I mean the whole be kind thing has definitely been circulating around, and Bro. of which we should be kind. Um, but there's just been a. But also, I th- but also the way we hold each other hostage with that. Hey, we should be kind. We don't have to be nice. Yes. We have the, exactly. We I think I don't that's, have, the, that's the issue. I don't have the vocabulary, but it's just yeah. a very, like, it's a very strange. And then when something, when someone slips up or they, you know, they have a human moment, which is what I'll call it, mm. then it's like, yeah, you guys are talking about being nice yesterday. But now you're doing <gasps> Look at this. You guys now. Oh, you know, on, that then. that's
0: the thing. That that's the reason why, like, we need to have a proper understanding of yeah. kindness versus yeah. niceness because niceness isn't something that a lot of people get to experience yeah. from a positive form from an authentic place right i feel like niceness is such a performance and also niceness is used to silence yeah. cuz i look at um, what's been going on you look at high profile people like yeah. that fucker Siv.
1: we're actually going to get to that. that justice fucker. for lulu um, so
0: you, just, yeah. so you yeah. look at a person like Siv. Actually, we can we can fucking get into Siv. Let's get into Siv. Savannah. So you look at a person like
1: Siv. Like, let me not let me not insult that drink. Yeah, by, no. By associating her with someone like that, that man
0: weaponizes niceness yeah. because he's a boikey. He's a gentleman, and he uses that to silence an entire community yeah. that's crying out and saying. Stop it. Yeah. Like, stop using our human experiences. Stop using the way, like, we identify ourselves
1: yeah.
0: as a means to make money. And also, stop silencing us when we try to correct you. Yeah, And I think that's where we also, see... If you're
1: going to position yourself as an ally, as a a member of, you know, that community you're going to need to step up. Literally. Yeah, so
0: so I think that's where we see the difference between kindness and niceness mm. on, on, on on social media because kindness is always on. Yeah. Right? And kindness is being fair to yourself and yeah. fair to the other based on it, the, it the, the, goes, the context. It yeah, goes, goes hand in ways. hand
1: with, with empathy as well. Yes,
0: yes. Based on the context that you find yourself in. Yeah. So if somebody is being terrible to other people i don't owe them kindness no. in that moment no. and whatever i think is kindness that i'm extending is actually yeah. just niceness exactly, right? exactly. and that's exactly. i'm doing that to
1: appear as if i'm above the situation because in in even in those moments where you want to be kind some people just need a firm talking to and sometimes it looks like telling them to fuck off of which i'm saying i still so feel, feel like you off. can be kind and say fuck off oh, 100% 100% cuz
0: <laughs> cuz like there are certain situations where I'll use a war analogy Mm -hmm. where, like, during a war, there are certain rules of engagement that just don't exist that would normally exist in um, normal situations. Yeah. And we are not at war with men because we're not fighting against them. They're the ones that are hunting. It's a a fucking genocide, right? So I don't think that within those moments, those people are owed kindness at all, especially men who are currently cis presenting because that's how Civ is presenting. Yeah. But anyway, he's I think we should get into the topic you for today. Exactly.
1: Fucks if. You a bitch nigga. You need to stop taking up so much space. You a ho ass bitch. <laughs> I don't like
0: that guy at all. He's so horrible. And yeah, to see and him the way TV, he's been so
1: aloof. Had to be gaslighting yeah, and then acting like
0: the victim within the story dude, when somebody has literally died and then not being afraid of the fact that you are now centering yeah. yourself and all these other heads are coming yeah. to your protection yeah. as opposed to you using your platform
1: yeah. for what you've been claiming to be using it for, yeah. which is getting justice for people Lou. are hurting, dude. Like people are hurting. It's not a nice time. It's definitely not a time to be behaving the way he's been behaving. He's wild. Um, he's really wild. I just think the troopers need to, you know, yeah, do uh, something. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but <laughs> moving on to the no topic for <laughs> today, because
0: this earlier this week yeah. we saw that a young girl died um, through suicide mm-hmm. because of bullying that she experienced at school, mm-hmm. and it was triggering. But at the same time, I felt so much shame. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was watching the clip and when I was seeing people speaking about their bullying experiences, Mm -hmm. I felt a lot of shame because I've been a bully. And I think at the time, I wasn't concerned about how this thing was going to stay with the other person because you're never concerned about that when you're the one that's benefiting within the moment. Because for you, it's short, it's fleeting. It's what you thought you needed to do within that that moment to assert yourself or to... Be more popular, or to appeal to a certain um, friendship group. Yeah, and at the same time, I, I actually was asking myself this week, how can you, as a person, have experienced bullying, and known what it felt like, and that thing never left. Even yeah. so, I experienced bullying in grade one, mm-hmm. and then I would experience it here and there, like in the township. But it, it. After like grade one, it wasn't something that was as persistent in my life. Mm-hmm. And also, you sort of gain a sense of confidence or an ability to push things away. Yeah. But it was wild to me that like I knew, I know what it feels like. I've experienced it multiple times, but it was so easy for me to do to someone else. And I think that's why I felt like so much shame this week that I, I actually didn't even want to engage yeah. with any of of, of, of the, the, the things that were being posted about that bullying incident. Yeah. But um, I think to start, we can sort of open the conversation up to something that outside of what we experience as children or outside of what parents should actually do mm-hmm. to their children or for their children, I think we need to open up the bullying topic in terms of, all the different places that you can experience it in and all the different ways that you can experience it in. Because yeah. we make this mistake of acting like it's just a childhood thing. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas you can, and you probably do, experience yeah. it at work, at church, within friendship circles, yeah. as an adult. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I'm very sad about yeah. that.
1: Yeah, no, it, it definitely was a... For me, it, it just made me realize just how much I had suppressed from my mm-hmm. own experiences being bullied. Um, and also, I just I realized I felt a very deep discomfort just talking about it, I, and mm-hmm. I still didn't, um, because it was so. I don't know, man. Like, first of all, I don't want to make that child's you know, about you, yeah, about me. But obviously, it has unfortunately unearthed certain things and certain feelings that I may not have addressed, you know, you know, throughout my life. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just I also it's it's just a very strange thing to talk about because I think I realized wow, like bullying hardened me from such a young age. Yeah. I was so I was I was entirely too young to be that hardened, mm. like way too young. Um oh, I'm gonna try not to cry.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry, you can take your time. <laughs> you can take your time. Would you like some water? <laughs> I'm gonna pour you some water. <laughs>
1: First and only time I've been this vulnerable on this on this podcast. So we beg. It's alright, man. It's um, alright. But yeah, just realizing how bullying hardened me for from such a young age. And I think earlier on in one of our episodes, I was speaking about how there was something very familiar about Depression and then mm. it actually, clicked it's this like, oh way. shit,
0: this is what I was
1: feeling exactly. when I was a kid. I yeah. Was like, oh shit. Like, because I remember. I actually get you. Yeah. And that's a, it's very sad when you make I that it thing was angst or whatever. Then I realized, no, I actually experienced this way earlier before the teenage years where, you know. That's actually wild because as
0: you're saying that, I'm actually remembering that, like, at my worst, like, at my most gruesome, at, at the point where I am most disgusted with who I was. Yeah. I was so angry and like so angsty and in order for me to feel a bit better, yeah. I like other people had to feel what I was feeling. Exactly, yeah. That's wild.
1: And also just like realizing yo, as a result of all that shit, now 26 odd years, mm. 25, 20, I don't know the math, um, odd years later, now you're like, yo, I actually have to work to actively cultivate softness in yes, my life. Yes, yes. Because of the experiences that, you know, I've had as a, as a you know, at a very young age. And that shit is fucked up. Like, just watching, I mean, I didn't watch any of the video clips because yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, this is, this is not, you know. But, I mean, just seeing how she was from just, like, screenshots and also just her Facebook posts. Mm, and I was mm. like, she was so, she had so much to offer, unfortunately. Um, and, not unfortunately, but, you know, and unfortunately her life, had to be cut short um, because of something like this, and it's it's you're right. We really do relegate it to something that happens when you're a child, something that affects us negatively when you're a child. But it it can affect you the same yeah. way as a grown up. Yeah. So it's th- not way worse.
0: I think um, 2018, I was working as a grad. Yeah. And I had the biggest bully of a manager. Childhood. Like, you know when you trace, when you look back at the bullying you experienced or the bullying that you dished up for others yeah. um, in like primary school, those things of like um, whispering things or like... Um, the tactics are the same. Laughing when someone walks past. The tactics don't change. The tactics are the, the same. Ta- it's the tactics so wild. don't change. Yeah. And she, she used to do that. And it literally triggered my IBS yeah. for the first time since 2015. Mm-hmm. Like, it. I was so sick because of what that lady was doing to me. Yeah. And it was so difficult for me to actually admit how much that was affecting me. Because as you grow older. Yeah. And this is like something that even happens as a child, you become more and more ashamed by things affecting you because like everyone is telling you that you you must be strong, you must be this, you must be this. It's like all the solutions for anti-bullying lie with you. And then all the anti-bullying solutions are actually not that safe even Mm. because they don't deal with the thing at the core. Like nothing says, oh, you're actually doing this to make yourself feel good and you're not concerned with the lasting effects that it has on anyone else. Like... Very few things say that. It's just like bullying is bad. And like I've always had like this weird thing with messaging like that because I feel like you're telling me this thing is bad, but it makes me feel good. Yeah. So I don't mind I don't care when the bad is affecting someone else. Exactly. And that that's how people think. It's the same as like drinking and driving. It's like, oh, well I know how to handle myself. They don't consider how that's going to affect everyone exactly. else or anyone else that might come into their way. Yeah. And I think like within that self-destruction of bullying, because mm-hmm. that's what it is, because mm-hmm. when you wake up or you unlock that, oh my God, I did this, or even when you're doing the thing, yeah. you actually do feel bad. Yeah. Like, you know, when you when you speak badly, when you respond badly to someone, like instantly after you know, you've like done it, it's yeah. like, oh my God. That, and then you choose, oh, am I going to carry on or am I going to apologize? Yeah. And the easier thing to do is to carry on because you don't want to acknowledge that you've been so mean to someone else. Exactly. I just think like the one thing that I really have not been enjoying and I don't enjoy every time topics like this come up is that because we're so afraid of our guilt being as apparent as everything else, Mm -hmm. people have this tendency or we have this tendency of wanting to distance ourselves from the thing by preaching and pointing a finger at who the actual perpetrators are. Especially with the societal ill-like bullying that is so ingrained in all systems and structures. So I was online, scrolling. Then I see something very interesting. I see like this clip. It's been posted. It's this... Guy that used to write for Just Curious, and he's there sitting at the table like, I don't understand how parents can't see when their child is a bully. I don't understand how parents can't pick up this that their child is bullying people. It's a failure on parents. Your parents parents
1: didn't pick it up when you were writing Just Curious,
0: and you were writing
1: Just Curious as a fucking adult. Exactly,
0: like your parents and you're literally telling people about people's parents, and I just feel like it's so dishonest when we put all of that on parents because. It, it actually made me remember how we live in such a uh, uh, like society that isn't parent-friendly at all. Yeah. Like, it's not child-friendly, but it's also not parent-friendly mm-hmm. because if it was, all the ways that systems and structures and uh, means of upward mobility were set up yeah. would be considerate of how parents actually operate. Mm-hmm. Like, very few parents have the opportunity to parent. Yeah, And that's why certain systems exist within the institutions that children find themselves in for most of the day because they're supposed to supplement and also contribute to society by doing certain things that most parents wouldn't be able to do. I'm not making excuses for parents at all, but I just feel like as soon as we say, how can a parent not see this? We know many things that our parents parents didn't identify with us.
1: So many things. Come on, guys. Um, I think also for me, from the parent angle, I mean, parents, obviously, like we said, we're not making excuses for them, whatever, whatever. But also, in as much as parents should be able to look at themselves and the way they've raised their children and go, okay, maybe I've had a hand in this. We also, we need to apply the fact that children are autonomous beings in this scenario And at the end of the day, what makes you feel
0: good? It's not necessarily something that your parents teach you. No, like you no. pick up, and also sometimes you pick up somewhere else that oh, so in, this is benefiting so and so like exactly. this. Exactly. Rather, I go with that children than are, what my parents. Children have told are
1: autonomous me. beings. They are watching things. I mean, look at Peppa Pig. She's a bully. Literally. Who knows? They literally. Could have picked it up from that. And people are Peppa buying pig. Pig. <laughs> like Peppa Pe- Pe- Pig, their kids Peppa Pig <laughs> merch. Exactly. Like, you know, it's things like that where children are are not just seeing the world from their parents, they're seeing the world everywhere else.
0: And that's why it's always important to remember that if you have any form of interaction with children, it is a defining moment for them. Things aren't necessarily only just repetitive. And it's not
1: just parents' responsibility. Because I've I've also seen a lot of people say parents must parent their children and they want schools to parent their kids. That's your... In those hours... But in those hours, that's your duty. And these things are happening. Like... Because in that moment, when that principal was told, when she went to the principal with the security guard, the last thing he should have done was tell the security guard go back. Because obviously, the security mm, guard mm, he saw mm, everything. Mm, mm. He shouldn't have told the, the, the security guard go back to your post, and then told her no, it, whatever, it's nothing. In that moment, that he should have, have acted should have in it. That. Yeah,
0: so he's as responsible as anyone else is. You know. So I, I also just think, looking at the parenting thing, we forget that every person a child comes across can have like that moment where they symbolize a way to behave moving forward. Yeah, exactly. And I just think like when we distance ourselves from that, mm. it then becomes very we're dishonest. We're doing a disservice, yeah. We yes. Were doing a diss- because
1: I'm sure there are other parents or people who are on children who you know, maybe the children have seen this whole thing happen mm, and they're mm. distancing them. and that's an opportunity it's it's not an opportunity for you to distance yourself or your child or your nephew or your niece or your sibling away from the situation. it's a it's an opportunity to then you know, sort of yeah to use it as a teaching moment. but
0: also I, I think like you don't we don't have to because my issue is, mm. Must do, 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 do. We don't have to wait until something happens. It's a constant thing. It's a thing. constant yeah. thing, right? Within the a household. with yeah, Even if you, even if you can't identify that your child is a bully yeah. or that your child is being bullied, yeah. it still should be a conversation that should be happening because yeah. I feel like it wasn't a conversation that happened for me. Yeah. But also when I look at the dynamic at home... I was basically being. How could being, it have
1: been? Also, I was basically
0: <laughs> being raised by a bully because yeah. she's had to like that thing you were speaking about being hard.
1: Yeah. Like I'm exactly. always
0: so shocked when I come across my grand, in a, within a moment of softness because yeah. I don't know that from her. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't grow up within a space where you could be soft. Yeah. And like the moment that I wasn't strong enough, Yeah, it was like, I can't go home exactly. and tell anyone I this. Relate. I yeah. need Because your parents aren't with you for a certain amounts of time. Like Lufuno's suicide wasn't a result of something that was happening at home. It yeah. was a result of something that was happening Outside, at school. Yeah. The bullying happens at school. Mm. And also, I can be someone completely different exactly. when I get home. Yeah. Because much and then, like and adults then they, become they, you, they, they They
1: then give you grief for doing that as well, for compartmentalizing. But it's like, you have not provided a soft sort of landing in this place. So how do I come back and say X, Y, and Z has happened to me knowing that at any point in time, this person is volatile. Mm, you know, our parents mm, were volatile mm. and, you know, this person is working, that's just about this, eh, you know. And, and or, you're also, you've internalized that as well. They're like, oh my God, oh, if I bring easier. my problems. Yeah, if I bring my problems to these people, you know, it's a whole thing. But it's also just easier, like you're saying. It's easier
0: to hide things. It's easier to keep Way things to yourself. But they easier. make the mess much bigger, yeah. right? Yeah. And also, they make the issue so much bigger yeah. too because you it's something that could have been addressed. It's something that people could have stood up for her because the one thing you want when you're a kid is literally someone just standing up for you, yeah. someone taking your side and saying this is bullshit. Exactly, yeah. Like that's that's all a lot of people want, and yeah. it's so difficult to ask for that from people because there's so much shame yeah. in being on the uh, on the receiving end of a bad thing. Mm. But I think we need to. There's been something interesting online where people have like. People who have done wrong have claimed that they are being bullied.
1: Yeah,
0: And I think that that cheapens. Yeah, you, you men on social media love to do that. And All the time. Ta- even, even yesterday, like men were claiming that they, they were being, were being bullied. bullied into having an opinion about queer rights was issues. That, and it was like, Auntie,
1: Auntie, please. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My thing is, ima- like, I'm <laughs> always like, if you think that's bullying, damn, you've had a really you've nice. You had a life. really
1: nice life, exactly. Really, some people are telling. When you When people are
0: telling you you're wrong, you think that's being bullied. That's a
1: very nice life. That's amazing to me. That's all it says to me is that I clearly the bully is you here. Yeah. If if being told no, this is this is not mm-hmm. it, is being mm-hmm. bullied mm-hmm. when you're being very blatantly wrong. i guys. I think I yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe it's because they used to run the streets back then. It's twenty twenty one babies. Mm-mm. You are all aunties and uncles. Follow like the others and you know But on, on, on the on the topic itself, like how would you feel? And I
0: know we've had we had a brief conversation about it. Yeah. How would you feel if your bully came to apologize? Do you want the apology? Or like where are you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I'd want the apology personally because I mean, like what what is what is it, what is it going to do? I mean, I I guess to a certain extent, child me would be a little bit somewhat, somewhat soothed. But even then, because it's such an unresolved thing in my life, like it would probably make me angrier. I mm. think I've noticed that sometimes um, because one, I I know what I'm expecting from a, an apology, and then you're not gonna give me that apology, and then mm. I'm just gonna get angry. So I think I'd much rather just they kept it to themselves because you're gonna get it wrong. I know it's it's about you. Um, although I mean, some people maybe are sincere. I I don't know. And you know, there could be a great conversation to be had from there, but I I just don't think it is mm. worthwhile. I think that's something. That's reconciling that people need to do on their own, um, as I am doing on my own. Um, I don't know, yeah. I, I don't know if I would appreciate it, necessarily, to be honest. I think it would just be a very, like, oh, okay. Also, it would be very awkward. Like mm, mm. Someone just hops into your into your DMs like a bat in the night. I'm so um, sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry, sorry about X, Y, y Wow,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I would, uh, yeah. I wouldn't... Personally, uh, people that I have bullied, I wouldn't go out there and apologize to them unless they directly said, like, this is still affecting me and it's treating me like this. Because I wouldn't want to trigger anyone. But also, when you bully people, you hardly ever remember, like, who you've bullied. It's actually fucking weird. Because at that moment in time, you're in survival mode and you're just, like, going for whoever is most reachable yeah. and whoever is going to make it easier for you to get what you want from what you're doing. Yeah. So I I wouldn't go out there and apologize to someone because of that, but also as a person who has been bullied, I really wouldn't want that apology because yeah. there's this wonderful thing that your memory does to you where you can remember that someone bullied you, but like if it was done long enough Mm -hmm. there's certain things that you've just blurred out but you have like certain feelings towards those things or towards that person and I just feel like if somebody were to come apologize to me everything would just come back. Yes. And I don't know if I'm in a yeah, place like to deal with that. Exactly. I what don't happens? know if I, I'm in a place to do with that. And I, I feel yeah. like it would be very self-serving.
1: I've got shit to do this year, please. I can't be going to therapy literally. every week.
0: And also the same way that like I, I said, as, as someone who's bullied someone, I don't yeah. remember the finer details. Now the person or someone coming to apologize to me yeah. would literally just... like in 4k i would see (laughs) in 4k i would see every incident in 4k and i just think like having to admit to myself that there's a pain that i've repressed for so long that's attached to
1: those things would be a lot it's a lot oaks we already have pains that have been accumulating for so many all the way into our 20 whatever's and please man like i can't (laughs) yes it's repression to a certain extent it's fine it's whatever um but i just don't but it's funny cuz there's also part of me that's like you know i guess if someone were to do that just happen to my mentions and apologize i guess there would be a part of me that would be like you know it's it's okay like uh, um to, i guess to a certain extent because what can, what can they do now?
0: i think also like that that's very interesting because yeah. we're speaking from the reference point of people bullied us as a child yeah. or being a bully as a child. It's For a very, very difficult conversation as an adult because yeah, over my the old last...
1: supervisor did that shit, I'd be like, bitch. Over the last <laughs> few years,
0: I've had like so much, like it's gotten better over the last like two, three years, but so much cyberbullying. Yeah. But like, I I would be fucking Pissed off if anyone ever came to me and was like, "Yo, I actually remember the one person like Vincent takes oh, a yeah, you on yeah. some. Can you facilitate?" And, and it's I like, "What like, the no, fuck, nigga!" No. So it's like, <laughs> I said, "No, no." It's, it's it's a very weird or different discussion when you speak about it as an adult because it's like you fully you know that this person was fully aware of what they were doing, yeah, and how would it affect you, and they were really really grand with like doing that for shits and giggles yeah. at the moment and i just think that that's way more hurtful because they now know that this isn't Especially only a
1: grown-up dog come on like, it, it's
0: literally not seriously. only going to affect like let's say the way you do in primary school mm. or how you play during break it's going to affect like your mental health in a way that has a direct impact on things that you're chasing to try to attain, like if it's happening in the workplace, yeah, it's going to fuck up how you deliver. 100%, yeah. It's going to fuck up. I mean, up that was a case with me in the workplace where y- it was
1: like anxiety in the morning. You Literally, you're like, yo, you're like, yo, I don't want to see this deal person. With that bitch, damn. And yes, yeah. and then like,
0: let's say a church, like yeah, you're exactly. fucking with my
1: spirituality, exactly, yeah. and then like my spiritual development. Yeah. I mean, I've also seen people on the timeline talking about. People who've twice said, and they're talking about the person who was, the person who was, you know, sort of helping them do that. Literally, is imagine like you're trying to reach a certain level of spiritual, uh, you know, enlightenment or whatever, and there's this there's a barrier. But the thing is, bullying, much like any
0: other ism or social issue, is that it will exist for as long as there are members of society that enable one. But also for as long as it is something that isn't spoken about as a thing that makes people feel really good. It's the same way that we like address racism. And we're like, I don't understand why someone was... It's like, because it feels fucking good. <laughs> like, it
1: feels good. I mean, really not, good. To, not to speak for the, the children in that instance, but I mean, now we're, we're speaking for ourselves in any case. Um, yeah. Literally. But even for the children, like when you're in grade
0: one, being mean to another kid, yeah. it feels good. Everyone's going to want to play with you. Yeah. No one's going to want to try like, you. Exactly. Y- literally. Yeah. So it's like, for as long as we don't address it as something that soothes yeah. an ego... Or gives people a sense of importance, and we keep Social looking standing, at it from a cetera, moral. Yes, and we look at it from a moral perspective, where we are like this is bad. Oh, this. Then people aren't going to change because yeah. because it's literally it's, this is bad. Now what? Oh, moralistically, we're at the bottom. Yeah. You can't use morals to motivate anyone. It has to be practical, and also you have to outline and explain a thing for what it is, yeah. so that every single person that interacts with that thing. Knows it for what it is. Yeah. So it's because c- currently it's like in primary and high school, if you're a bully, you're cool. Yeah. Like you're perceived as yeah, cool exactly. because the messaging that's out there is not like you're actually a fucking loser. Yeah. And you're operating from a you're not operating from a place of empowerment when you're bullying someone else. You're actually more backed up against the wall
1: yeah. and more
0: vulnerable than than the person that you're bullying because you're trying to bring them to your level. Exactly. But then if you don't address it like that, I still have the the, the room to hide as if what I'm doing is something cool, yeah. and that's why I think like it's so important to look at bullying as you being vulnerable, yeah. because it is you being vulnerable, and then you trying to bring someone into that negative vulnerability too. Exactly, yeah. And once we look at it like that and speak about it like that, then maybe, it's easier to identify. Yeah. yeah, and it's easier for you to see yourself when you're yeah, like you're slipping oh into God. yeah, I'm, because the I'm one
1: being mean because of X Y and exactly,
0: and it? that's why it's like. It's annoying when people are like, "I've never bullied anyone." It's like, no, you're lying. You've lashed out at someone. You've lashed out. Yes, you've been rude to a service worker.
1: You've been for no reason. To to you, it was like I had a bad day, and you know, you. were then rude to those people. People
0: like always look at bullying as something that's like only repetitive. But as soon as there's any space where a power dynamic can exist, or you can grab power in a negative way, you are bullying. So it doesn't have to be that, oh, I'm bullying Misho because I'm always with her and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You can bully a waitress that you've only met once and are only going to meet for that moment. Easily, yeah. So, so I think once we start looking at it like that and create a definition that's more empathetic mm-hmm. and more human and also acknowledges the vulnerability on the bully's end without justifying what they're doing, Yeah, it's a different chat. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, guys. Um, so yeah please let's let's, (laughs) not want to say let's do better (laughs) (laughs) all I need to say is niggas need to stop killing queer people oh my god yeah cis women can we can we can we stop trying to take part in all of that also we we play a role a big role a big role in in homophobia a huge role role because I think what
0: we've noticed with the trans and feminine queer men killings is that most of them are always rooted in the fact that I thought this was a woman. That's the excuse. Yeah. And how do we, as cishet women, feel when we are the excuse for why people murder someone else? Because that says a lot about our relations exactly. with cishet men.
1: Yeah. And also, why, why is it that we are okay with seeing, with sort of separating, uh, um, you know, sort of uh, homophobic killings? From gender-based violence, Gender- it's gender-based it's violence. It, is. it is it is it's it all-encompassing. It is. You know what I mean? It's 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 all of us. It is. Um. And so, yeah. Let's let's. I don't know, man. It's so
0: you know what? It actually does tie into the fact that that man didn't kill Lulu because they thought Lulu was a woman. They killed yeah. Lulu because they feared what people would say about yeah. them after they found out that. They have been sleeping with Lulu. Yeah, it's you know, yeah. and th- that then is another reminder to us to stay out of people's business. Yeah, stay out of people's business to the point that people do not feel that they need to murder another person because yeah. they fear your words. Yeah, about that, like
1: it's how, a, this. This whole thing is just, it's like it's such a big ecosystem of just like fucked up mess. mess. Yeah, it's it's just we're
0: too involved. Yeah. In other people's business. Also,
1: also, also fuck Mack once more. Because we said, we told you that... Did you, you were, make another video? No, just... In, just actually, to, to actually, 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 actually Take yes. it back to there, where it's like... We, we keep saying that these opinions, these things that you're saying in jest or whatever, are dangerous. They are the reason and we people know that are that being killed. Hand. They are the reason why he... The, the murderer was like, I'm going to be perceived in this As way. Yes, so I need to...
0: Get exactly. rid of this so body. I need to
1: get rid of this body. Nobody must know that X, Y, and Z is happening. So And for someone's life to be, to weigh less than a right? rumor. To right.
0: weigh right. less than a rumor. That's wild. That's mean. scary. That's wild. But I, mean. I think that's where we should end Yeah, today. I think we all need to watch our words, mm-hmm. especially when we are not in a good place. Mm-hmm. We also need to watch the things that make us feel good. Yeah. And how we source that goodness. Mm-hmm. Because there are many things out there that can make you feel good about yourself without yeah. you having to punch down on another. It doesn't always have to be at somebody else's expense. Exactly. Yeah. But also in the moments that we do fall to the default, we need to be kind enough with ourselves to, to not sl- slip deeper. Yeah. Um, be able to acknowledge we are wrong and how we have been wrong, and if it is appropriate to apologize to the other. But yeah, I just think if you are feeling the amount of shame that I'm feeling this week, be a bit kind to yourself. Acknowledge the strides that you've made. Acknowledge the goodness that you could have possibly brought into other people's lives, and also work towards bringing more goodness in people's lives exactly. going forward. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, that's me. And if, like me, you've been very triggered this week, child, uh, cry it out. H- hopefully not, you know, during a podcast <laughs> recording. <laughs> 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 but it is what it is. If you're crying, I cried on the plane back here as well. Was, came that's, when it, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, my God. But anyway, um, yeah, cry it out if you must. Speak to people. Be kind to yourself. It is what it is. Um, if if you feel like you're consuming too much of the negative take yourself out of that mm. and watch something that makes you feel good go do mm-hmm. something that makes you feel mm-hmm. good too go buy ice cream or something I don't or know I like run or something um, but yeah guys uh, let us be kind even when we don't feel g- I know a lot of a lot of that has been surfacing on social media and people are like I'm gonna be kind when I'm angry you can <laughs> you can <laughs> yeah, but you don't kinda. have to be kind to a
0: perpetrator yes exactly so I think the kindness when you're angry is like when dealing with people that have nothing to do or when dealing with people that did not cause what you're dealing with yeah. or are not enabling what you're dealing with, don't snap at Menzi randomly because yeah. you're upset about what happened at work. Yeah, If you have to snap at someone at work because of what they're doing to you, do it that's today. okay. Yeah. But like be kind to other people that are outside of the yeah. situation yeah. because then you don't want a situation where you're upset about what happened at work Mm -hmm. and then you snap at Menzie and then now there's another thing to be upset about. Do you get me? Like you're adding more onto the negative thing that you're dealing
1: with. Exactly. But anyway, this is a very long episode. And I told her. (laughs) It's a very long episode. Um, Yeah, guys, like, comment, subscribe. All that shit. Follow Um, our new YouTube channel and listen on Anchor. And listen on Anchor. Please, (laughs) we want money. Give us money if you have money also. Um, we're tired of doing the shift for free. We will always do it, even <laughs> if it's for free, but it's fine. Wow. We're tired. <laughs> um, Thank you. Anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.